Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. What a video we got today. It's the 1966 college football season. So, one more time, if you like the video, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate here at 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Jeremiah Long, for producing it this morning. And to the team on 100 Yards Football, Bobby Butler, Logan Landers, Ronnie Keebler, and Mr. Mark Denham. 1966 college football. And you want to ask yourself when you're looking at this video this morning, why is Vincent Turner talking about 1966? Well, this is the year really when I started falling in love in college football, being a little first grader at Longview Elementary, following this great game with college football. This is really when I got involved in the game. And I remember going to class the first day of September, going to Longview Elementary and six years old, being very happy about what was going to happen in the college football season. And another reason why, because I knew about one college football team. They weren't on this major level, but they came out of the swag and it was the Tennessee State Tigers. And if everybody knows how I feel about that 66 team, I still say that is the greatest college football team ever in the history of college football, whether D1, D2, D3, simply because they had 22 players drafted in the next three years of the NFL draft. Eldridge Dickey, Bill Tucker, Claude Humphrey, Nolan Smith, and Johnny Robinson, and King Dunlap the with King Dunlap the first. Well, knowing about that Tennessee State team, and knowing how I felt about their team, and I kept up real close to the team, they kind of got my mind and my curiosity at six years old. Start following the, the team in the '66 season, the teams such as Notre Dame, Michigan State. Alabama, Georgia, UCLA, and the Florida Gators. And you ask myself, why Why Vincent Turner, six years old, following the Florida Gators? Because remember, people, if you haven't watched this video, my videos over the course of time, remember one thing, I'm from the state of Tennessee, the 901, very proud of it. And I remember the commercial appeal, preseason football paper came out, in August of 66. And on the front cover, it was a guy to go by the name of the ball coach that played in Florida, that talked a lot of smack back then. He was from Kingsport, Tennessee. His name was Steve Spurrier. And at that time, I came fascinated when, and he was a preseason Heisman, Heisman winner on the front cover of the preseason commercial appeal, football preseason magazine. That's what got me to follow the 66 college football season. Then there was a lot of other things that was happening. We know there was a lot of unrest in the South, especially in Birmingham, Alabama. And you know, Alabama had a great team that year. They was coming off back-to-back national championships, and they were going for a three-peat. And they had, I call him, the left-handed, Mr. Redneck Riviera from Foley, Alabama. Mr. Ken Stabler was on their team. Outstanding defensive back, Bobby Johns. They had an outstanding deep tackle by the name of Jerry Duncan that I believe also played offensive guard. Then they had one of the best wide receivers in the country, Ray Perkins. 
So the South, when you're talking about Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee, all eyes on the University of Alabama, and they did end up being number one in the preseason poll. But throughout the 66 season, getting back to Mr. Steve Spurrier, was another thing happening in Florida. There was also, they had some professors at the university, and they invented that great drink that we still drink since the 66 season, almost 60 years, Gatorade. So it was a lot of things going on in college football. But you had two teams up in the Midwest that carried the Kanaka carried the mantle. And they played a game on November 19, 1966, which today is still considered the greatest college football game ever. The Michigan State Spartans came in that game and one poll ranked number one and another poll ranked number two. Notre Dame came in that poll ranked number one. In another poll, they were number two. Stars all over the field. Star with Notre Dame, Alan Page, Jim Lynch, Terry Hanratty, who got hurt in that football game, was replaced by Mr. Coley O'Brien. And then they had the colorful coach, Aaron Parsegian. And then Michigan State, if it wouldn't be for my vote right now for the greatest college football team that I ever seen. Cause see, I saw the Tennessee state Tigers up close and personal in 1966. I would say the Michigan state Spartans out of East Lance. And this is for you, Mr. Deshaun Tate, that this Michigan state team was probably one of the most talented college football teams ever. Bubba Smith, Jimmy Ray, Charles Thornhill, George Webster, Clint Jones, Gene Washington, Jess Phillips, all of them played in the NFL at a high level. And going to that game November 19th, 1966, I remember it as, man, I'm looking at you on the screen today. It was cloudy. It was overcast. Michigan State jumped out to a 10-0 lead, led at halftime. And it was a hard-hitting game because players were going out of that game left and right. Then Notre Dame made that great comeback with Cole O'Brien, a backup quarterback, and tied the game 10-10. Then Michigan State had the ball with a little over two minutes to go, and they decided to punt. And Aaron Parsegian ran the clock out to preserve a tie. And that was things going throughout college football. Why will Aaron Parsegian do that? Well, see, one thing people don't know, Michigan State and Notre Dame were not going to play in no preseason bowls. I mean, in no postseason bowls that year. That season was over with after their last game. In the following week, Notre Dame beat USC 51 to nothing, and Michigan State ended up finishing their season with only one tie. But the real thing that was coming throughout the country was going down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. How in the world that y'all going to keep Alabama for being ranked number one? But see, it was a lot of politics involved. It was a political unrest. The things that was happening in Birmingham that was on TV the years of 64, 65, and their governor, George Wallace. I don't have to say no more about him. Then you had Bull Connor. There was a lot of unrest throughout the Midwest, the West, and the South. What was going on in Tuscaloosa? And I hate to say this today, but Alabama filled the all-white team. But they were good. No disrespect. They had probably one of the best two quarterbacks in the country, Kenneth Stable. And they went undefeated that year. Then the big bowl game came up against Nebraska. This one, Alabama really shocked the world. 
They beat a fine Nebraska team under Bob Devaney in the 67 Sugar Bowl, 34 to 7. It wasn't even close. Ken Stable in that football game, I believe, was 12 to 18, 218 yards. But who stole the show was a young man out of the state of Mississippi. It's something in the water. Morgan Freeman, Brent Farr. Hello, Walter Payton. His name was Ray Perkins. In that game, he had two touchdowns, seven receptions for 178 yards. And you look at Alabama, they went undefeated in the SEC, 10-0. They beat a real great Nebraska team. And I'm going to be honest. I always go like this. How you play in big games and the competition you play and you end up undefeated. Notre Dame. In Michigan State, I'm sorry, in 6-6, six six, you should not deserve no pause in the national championship. And I'm saying it today because that's who I am. The University of Alabama should have won a three-peat. Regardless of what was going on political, we understand that in the South, but Alabama did it on the field. And they ran through their conference, and they beat a highly-ranked Nebraska team and ended up, as you see on that screen, the final 6-6 six six AP poll, number six in the country. That was a lot of turmoil, but that's why that 66 season got me fired up because all the turmoil, Gatorade was invented. You had the ball coach from the Florida Gators really off the change in the preseason, guaranteeing that Florida was going to be winning the SEC. And remember that year in the annual game in Jacksonville, the Georgia Bulldogs, who you see ranked number four in 1966. Kudos to my one of my best friends, Joseph Taylor. I know him as Joey T, diehard Georgia Bulldog fan. Is that Georgia upset Florida 2017 that year. Great football team, Bill Stanfield, Kent Lawrence, and Vince Dooley. That was a very good football team. Only lost one game, but could easily have been rated the number two team in the country that year. But the 66 season is what changed my life in college football, and that's when I became a college football fan. And then I was looking at all the players that played in that 66 season. You had Ray Perkins, who I just mentioned in Alabama. You had Ron Yeary at USC. You had Steve Spurrier, who I just mentioned in Florida. You had Mel Fire at UCLA. Detroit Lions finest forward ownership. You had Clint Jones in Michigan State. You had Jimmy Ray in Michigan State. You had Jim Lynch in Notre Dame, Super Bowl champion, 70 Kansas City Chiefs. You had the great Floyd Little running that thing at Syracuse. You had Gene Upshaw playing at that small school down in Texas, Texas a and You had Bob Greasy coming out of Purdue University that year. You had John Gilliam out of the MEAC, South Carolina State. You had Willie Ellison out of the SWAC TC, Tennessee State. You had Lynn Barney out of Jackson State. And then you had the Tennessee State Tigers, John Merida, on a 24-game winning streak. I'm going to say it one more time. The greatest college football team I've ever seen up close and personal. I ain't talking about the 72, 73 USC Trojans. I ain't talking about the Miami teams of the 2000s. I'm not talking about the back-to-back national championships of Georgia here just recently the last two seasons. I'm not talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide under Nick Saban that's won, what, seven, eight national championships. I'm talking about the 66 Tennessee State Tigers. My father, Chester Turner, who I love dearly, 
took me up to Hale Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, and I saw some great football players. One more time, Eldridge Dickey, Claude Humphrey, Nolan Smith, Johnny Robinson, King Dunlap III, 22 players drafted over the next three years. But don't get me wrong. Notre Dame was a great team. Michigan State was a great team. Alabama was a great team. But I really want to, really wish in my heart, in my spirit, that Tennessee State could have played. I would say one of those four teams you see on the screen, Notre Dame, Michigan State, Alabama, and Georgia. And you know what's so ironic about that? In the 68 draft, Elsie Dickey was taken number one by the Oakland Raiders. In the second round, they took Ken Stabler from the University of Alabama. Unbelievable. But 66 is where my life changed as a big-time college football fan. My life changed all the norms about this great game and all the great players that was associated in that 66 season. And then another tidbit I want to bring up. That March before football season at Texas Paso under Don Haskins, David Latin, Bobby Joe Hill became the first African-American starting five to win the national championship. They beat Kentucky in the great Pat Riley that year. Then coming into this college football season, it was just unbelievable. Man, if you love college football, Go back and look at that 66 season. You had drama, you had politics, you had pride. But it's a season that's never going to be forgotten. To me, the 66 college football season shaped college football. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. It's been a tremendous opportunity and honor to be in your living rooms this morning here on 100 Yards Football. I'm Vincent Turner. I'd like to give special thanks to some people who have made my life so much more better in the last few years. The team of 100 Yards Football for believing in me. I'm going to start with the producer first and foremost, Mr. Jeremiah Long. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. My man, 1981, first round. My man, Mr. Mark Denham, and my man, Mr. Ronnie Keeble in Brooklyn, New York. My final words, remember that group out of Detroit, Michigan, by the name of the Four Tops, and their lead singer was named Levi Stubbs. And they had a song, Reaching Out, I'll Be There. Now, if you feel that you can't go on, listen to that first line. Now, if you feel you can't, that you can't go on because all your hope is gone. Well, that 66 season, it shaped not only college football, but it shaped a lot of things of a lot of great players. Lynn Barney, swack. Claude Humphrey, swack. Willie Ellison, swack. Nolan Smith, swack. I would love to see that Tennessee State team play Notre Dame, play Michigan State, play especially Alabama. Could you imagine them playing at Legion Field? Woo, doggy.
If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I'm Vincent Turner here on 100 Yards of Football. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.